It's that top-down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway, doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some bows. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hope. Nintendo power with the Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents a Bully and the Hipster Sports Talk Podcast episode number 21. And we are back. Like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? Uh, I just made the mistake of going on Twitter and seeing a dumbass picture tape. I don't know why I did that before we started the show. But um everything's going well beyond five seconds ago. Oh, okay. Uh so let's go ahead and jump right into it. What the show will probably be centered around is the Super Bowl. Uh did you enjoy the Super Bowl this year? What's that? I said did you enjoy did it? I enjoy the Super Bowl? Yeah, did you enjoy it? It was good. It was it was a fun game. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm very interested on your take about who who the blame falls to with the 49ers because I've seen a lot of takes. Why can't be blamed? And that's that's the same way I feel about it. <laughs> we always that's where we can't celebrate who wins. We always got like, well, who messed up? I swear, that's an, that got to be an American thing. People just people just love roasting people. So if we have to go that route, I would guess we would blame San Francisco management for deciding to go with Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place. <laughs> oh, you taking it there? Because you know all you know all the jokes that people make about the Bears, how you know they could have had Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and they got Mr. Bisky. Mm-hmm. I don't know one made those jokes about the Forty ers Who did the Bears trade that pick up from? The 49ers. And who did the 49ers pick? They picked Patrick Mahomes? No. Did they pick Deshaun Watson? No. They picked Solomon Thomas, who's a backup. Because Jimmy Garoppolo won four or five games in a row, and he was like, that's what we got. And what I saw was a quarterback who did well in the regular season, who coach decided to keep him in off balls during the playoffs, and in the Super Bowl, throws a pass more than once with his eyes closed. Oh, yeah. You, you must have been t- I know the one is when they brought the heat on him. And it's like he just... You mean the interception? Yeah. He just like just... I was yeah. like, what is he doing? Like, and he doesn't I, have... Go ahead. I didn't think I would see anything more in names than when Josh Allen threw a jump ball to a fullback or when he threw a blind lateral during a playoff game. But throwing a pass into the Super Bowl when you can't see, maybe that's a, maybe that's one of the reasons why the 49ers lost. Well, you know, even before all this and when the 49ers were getting that love through the, during the regular season, I think the question remained on this podcast was, we don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I was thinking, I think that was the most, the constant thing I heard on this podcast. I don't know what everybody else doing, but I just know both of us were just like, I don't know. Everybody, everything else seemed fine. The defense, um, your skilled players, offensive line. And when you got down to your quarterback, it was just like, uh, I don't know. And it came when everybody, well, 49ers fans were least expecting it. But uh, everybody else was expecting it, and it showed its colors. It's, it came down to quarterback. Everybody 
weren't expecting it because a lot of because he had a very good regular season and there were some numbers that reinforced that. And there's a lot of people saying when push comes to shove, he can do it. But my counterpoint was if they felt that way, the coach would coach differently. And the problem with the Super Bowl is that he coached the first half as if he didn't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. And then he coached the second half where it's like, oh, maybe I do believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. And both choices were wrong. And although I don't blame the second half because people saying, oh, they got away from the run. Why they run more? And it's kind of like you take away like those a few of those Debo Samuel runs. They didn't do too much success on the ground the second half. Mm. That's maybe that's one of the reasons why they run. Like, I, although I would say I would still trust, you know, Raheem Mostert to get eight or nine yards and Jimmy Garoppolo getting it. But, you know, it's like he hitting a little dump off here, a slant there. And it's like, oh, he's doing stuff. I'm like, anybody can do that. <laughs> it was nothing there. I was watching. It's like, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo's doing something that no one else could do. And I know something else that anybody could do overthrow Emmanuel Sanders. Ooh. Ooh. And I mean, it. I mean, he had him. He had him. I was like, that's the play that's going to go back and haunt him because that should, he should have hit that. Should have hit it. But we say all this, even though, like, the bottom line, did you ever think Kansas City was going to lose? Nope. So what? So that's, that's why I'm like, why are we blaming the 49ers? We just spent five minutes talking about what they could have did, what Kyle Shanahan could have did different, and how, you know, it's – they bring up what happened when he when he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, and that one was more egregious than this one. Yeah. This one was like they didn't they didn't have enough to beat Kansas City. The only reason the game was close was Pat, Pat Mahomes had the worst game he's ever played, and considering how good his game ended up being, that says a lot. And that's the point I always make: like you cannot play afraid when you play the Forty Nine when you play the Chiefs. You have to play like assuming they will score every time if they don't. And I was thinking about that when I was reminiscing about two years ago when the Eagles played the Patriots. Doug Peterson knew I'm going to have to score a lot of points because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. And he coached as in, I'm going to let Nick Foles do what he needs to do. I'm not going to play afraid. I'm not going to play conservative. I'm going to treat him like he's a grown-up quarterback. And it worked because Tom Brady a lot of people forget, probably played one of the greatest QB games anyone's ever played. And it that says a lot. Like that that's the only reason the game was close because Tom Brady played his ass off. That's how you gotta treat me to play Patrick Mahomes. Even when he's struggling, it's kind of like he's not gonna struggle 60 minutes. And you have to be on point for 60 minutes. And they were on point for 45 minutes. The game's the game is 60. Cause we're watching the game. And they're down, what, they down 20? Yes. 14, yeah. And, and people are like, oh, you know, there's going to be a lot of things. People, people are ready to go on, you know, Twitter, like, oh, I guess Patrick Mahomes will figure it out. <laughs> All that gimmick shit don't work. And then three minutes later, you're like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, like you, you blink, you know, I'm, I'm watching Kyle Shanahan. He's like, man, I was about to get them draws. Now her dad here. And they just told my car. <laughs> what happened? Like, that's, that's the look he had on his face. Like, what happened? And it's hilarious where that was set up on people bring up that third down pass to Tyreek Hill. So I'm like, oh, you know, blown coverage. They're like, there wasn't blown coverage. They ran that play perfectly, get him open. Forgetting the part where he only got to that point because the second down pass that he caught was overturned. 
over a challenge. Because remember that, like he like he called like a like a sixteen yard pass, and he got the first down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. challenge. That's just little challenge it, and it was like you know he he didn't catch the ball because it hit the ground first. Right call. And then what does Mahomes do? Okay, I won't get seventeen. I'll get forty five. And then next thing you know, touchdown. Then three and out, and next thing you know, another touchdown. And then it was like, well, Patrick, you know, well, Kyle Shanahan, but they tell me, you know, Kyle Shanahan redeem himself. Will Jimmy Garoppolo become a hero, earn that money? You know what everybody said? Fuck no. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not too sure everybody else was saying fuck no, because the jokes, like I said, the jokes were flying. People were already saying. Nobody after was thinking that. Uh oh, okay. Okay. The way, wait, the way he played the second, the way Jimmy Garoppolo played the second half, he was like three of eight. No, no, no. I'm just talking about after Mahomes threw that second um interception. I saw you know a lot of people come and say, "Oh, that's game right there. That's game. It's over." And I was just like, "Nah, I don't people, think so." People like making jokes, I and that might have been casual too. Like watch, yeah, I like people actually watch the Chiefs and actually think that this is casual. People like people just want to be funny on Twitter. You you have to be careful what people say on Twitter. A lot of times they're just performing. They're like, I'm gonna make a joke. Oh, I guess he's an all lives matter Jake Locker. You know that's not serious. Not we know who said that. We're gonna leave his name out of it. I know it's a joke. It's meant to get a reaction, it's meant to get laughs, like ha ha ha. But come on now. You know, it's now he's Patrick Mahomes is the best who ever did it. Period. I don't need to see 10 more years. I don't, you know, it's kind of like, when you know, you know. When Nas came out, you knew who it was. You knew he was special. Sometimes you just know. You don't have to wait till album four, album five all the time. Sometimes people have to grow into it. Yeah, that's true. Pat Mahomes didn't have to grow. Like, Pat Mahomes had his his redshirt year. Last year won MVP. This year won Super Bowl. Quick. Should have and really should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Over should have been the one all sides and a BS roughing the pass to call away from being a back to back Super Bowl winner. Yes, period. And I know people are saying, "Oh, well, you know, it's easy when you have those weapons." Like he's the only quarterback with a receiver and a tight end. You know that irked me because even even I saw somebody trying to say, "Well, oh, Rogers," and I wait like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." I remember when Rogers had uh. Jordy Nelson and, and, and uh, Cobb and and I forgot the other receiver was it Jones. I think it was Jones. I just remember. I when, get the point. Yeah, yeah, I get the point they were making saying it's different because you have Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill is a weapon. And I'm like Tyreek Hill's not the like Tyreek Hill is a weapon. He's not the only fast receiver who's ever played. Like Deshaun Jackson has been doing that for a decade. And yes, that matters. That changes things. Mm-hmm. I brought the point saying if Don McNabb had Deshaun Jackson in his prime, he's in the Hall of Fame. Because a speed, somebody that can score on any play changes things. Having a great offensive system changes things. Ben Roethlisberger had the best running back and best wide receiver in the game at the same time. How come he didn't do that? He had Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Houston and other receivers. Like, Pittsburgh often used to be packed yeah. before Antonio Brown lost his damn mind, before Le'Veon wanted to get the damn bag. Like, teams have had weapons. The Saints, he was bragging about Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Like, Drew Brees has weapons. A lot of teams have weapons. They aren't doing what Patrick Mahomes do. Like, the only thing Aaron Rodgers can do 
that Pat Mahomes can do better are two things. Run a QB draw, like run a QB sneak and be white. That's it. No, and that's no offense to Aaron Rodgers, because before Aaron Rodgers was, was the GOAT as far as like best talent wise. But you can't tell me you see Patrick Mahomes like, oh, well, Rodgers had that, he could do that. Yeah, I, I would like to see that. Like, no. No one no one can do what he can do. Some people it's Corey Bass that can do some of the stuff he does. Yeah, he's but a total no package. He can do the total package like Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes not even a finished product. Like, That's the scary it's, it's thing. It's not like he's going like it's not like oh it's plant so like it's going to get better, and people and teams need to be worried about that. That is the scary thing. And uh, shout out to Andy Reid finally getting that uh, head you know Super Bowl ring as a head coach. Um, his uh, his mind for offense is just insane. Um, I was watching this video where this guy was basically breaking down that third down pass that he threw and was showing how. Um, that, you know, I guess, you know, Andy Reid and his coaches, you know, changed and basically changed to their defense and what the things that they did and the things that they saw. So in the second half when they were um, getting to a certain uh, – uh, when the defense, when 49ers defense got in a certain scheme, they knew it and they were trying to hide the blitz, but they knew it was a blitz. And I was just like, wow, you know, he, Andy Reid just adjusted. It was just like crazy because I know every team, that's what they do. But just seeing it from no, Andy Reid. Well, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're right about that. It's certain teams that are great with second half adjustments. <laughs> I don't know why you just said that. No, it's a damn lie. No, every team does not adjust. That's why I, that's why fans get frustrated. And, and Andy Reid used to have a reputation of not adjusting himself. You know, well found when he was in Philly. His his thing was they start off fast. His first 15 to 20 plays are awesome. He didn't adjust well in the second. You know, perfect point. When the Eagles say the Patriots in the Super Bowl, you need to score two times. You have a nine-minute drive in the fourth quarter. It's like taking your time, knowing like you need to score twice. It's like he's notorious for like bad clock man. He used to be notorious for bad, bad clock management and not adjusting. Coaches get better too mm-hmm. when they had his time. And he's he's a, definitely a better coach in Kansas City than he was on the Eagles. And he was a great coach in the Eagles. And it says a lot that an ordinary city like Philly was rooting for Andy Reid. I haven't seen anybody, a former player, former coach, say anything bad about him at all. Yeah. And it could be real easy. Don McNabb was rooting for him. Brian Dawkins was rooting for him. Like the Eagles basically sent a tweet congratulating him. Man, to do that. But like, you know, people were rooting for him because they knew how good a coach he was, all the personal stuff he had to deal with, and the fact that, like, he's fun. He, keep in mind, his three best quarterbacks are all black QBs. That really that had three diverse move sets, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make my offense to maximize it to the best of my ability with Don McNabb, Mike Vick, and Patrick Mahomes. How many coaches say they coach three quarterbacks? Three, three black quarterbacks. Three black quarterbacks. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I can find, but only him. I can't think of nobody else somebody, right now. Somebody be lucky. Somebody be lucky. They coach two. He coached three. I'm not even count like Vince Young like you know one day or something like that like he goes three so he's he doesn't mind taking plays from back in the day it's talking about that play came back from, like from the 50s or 60s i want to did a little when twist that temptation, <laughs> yeah. temptation spin. like he takes stuff from high school he takes stuff from college and he's had oh yeah this is his coaching tree his coaching tree is off the chain you know offense offense defense special teams like but two of them one two of them, like john harbaugh's on the super bowl Doug Peterson's won the Super Bowl. 
Ron Rivera has been to a Super Bowl. You know, Sean McDermott's been successful. You know, Matt Nagy won Coach of the Year last year. And it's a shame Eric Bieniemy can't get a damn job because he's the wrong color. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But it's like people are rooting for Andy Reid. People are rooting for the Chiefs. Here in 49ers fans, some old, oh, we got screwed on that pass, that offensive pass interference call. They don't want the 49ers to win. Imagine the NFL hating on the San Francisco 49ers. You yeah, got to be kidding me. That sounds silly. If anything, they want them to win that. What, six, six Super Bowl? One of their one of their trademark franchises. I cannot tell you how much I used to hate 49ers fans back in the 80s and 90s because they always won and they were always smug like, yeah, we win because we're winners. We play. We're smart. You know, Bill Walsh is smart. West Tom Coast. Tan is a genius. West. He's just excellent. Blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, he, George Kittle, the best blocking tight end and a super athlete, he barely pushed him. It shouldn't matter. Getting barely pushed by a big-ass man while running makes a damn difference. His arm is all the way out. It don't take a lot. And I know people get mad because, like, a lot of times past the you got a damn hit somebody with a lariat before that- he gets called. But just but just in case, just because they don't call it when they should doesn't mean you get mad when they call it when they're supposed to. Not only that, you had to uh, bring to my attention he's really what twice he pushed them off twice because the first one, the first one wasn't really noticeable, but that second one when he extended his arm, it's like yeah, you got to call that. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like oh 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 oh, you didn't. Oh, that's that's soft. Blah blah blah. I know it's a penalty, but you shouldn't call it. But I will say, be mad at the 49ers for coaching cowardly. If they coached more aggression during that drive, it would have came down to that point in the first place. It would have had more time. They wanted to play it scary. Like, oh, we fine going in 10-10. That's almost like a win. Against Patrick Mahomes. Insane. In there. Like, oh, shit, we got a chance to score. Let's do something. Eh, that's fine. 10-10. At least we're not losing. You see uh, Lynch and everybody in the press box like, time out, time out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> At least, at least put up like a, a field goal or something. They were just like, nah, we good. We good with this tie. And I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, the 49ers oh, uh, yeah. on the other side, the 49ers really, I mean, barring injuries, they still have a team that can get right back there next year. I mean, every, I mean, uh-huh. I mean and, and do what? I, I ain't say win. I didn't say win. I just said the, the team they have set up. They can pop. Well, are we sure about? Are we sure about that? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to make. I'm just trying to make some 49er fans feel good. <laughs> I mean, yes, the defense is still going to be the defense, and you know, pieces on offense will still be there. And less, they're quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. You don't stay that way for long. Like, yeah, it's short. It's a short one. It's not a quarterback to be found that they can get to improve. And Jimmy Garoppolo's not good enough. I want to hear this whole. He only played a few years. He's 28. He ain't 24. He ain't 25. He's 28 years old. Most like, it's not a Rich Gannon scenario like all of a sudden, oh, I'm 31 years old. I'm finally in the right offense and I learned how to play football. Like, no, he was, keep in mind, he learned why he was on the damn Patriots. And then he got to learn under Cal Shanahan. This is the best you're going to get, Jimmy Garoppolo. You can get him more weapons. You can scheme him more, but I'm like, it's, you can only do so much. And San Francisco defense is great, but it's not Baltimore Ravens era great. It's not that great. It's kind of like you can score on San Francisco. 
and San Francisco isn't built for shootouts. So you can be, oh, well, they could be right back in there. Okay, we'll see. I've heard that before with teams. Oh, I mean, plenty of teams. And also, look what happened to teams. Teams that tend to lose Super Bowls normally don't go back the next year. True. They normally lucky if they make the damn playoffs. You saw what happened with the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you you saw what happened with the Rams. You saw what happened. You know, look what happened to Rams. They didn't make the playoffs. Oh well. You know why they didn't make the playoffs. They wanted to go there. I mean, but they got – hey, you making fun of Jared Goff. Is he any worse than Jimmy Garoppolo? Ooh. Oh, Shane, that's all you want. What's Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. Oh, he's handsome, so he's he young era Tommy Dreamer? Because <laughs> um. he's – that's why a lot of people like Jimmy Garoppolo. Give him a chance. Oh, he's handsome. He's got to be good. Like, come on now. Like, no, no, okay. no. I just think – they have to play with who they I, – I think they, they, they should have kept going with who they are in the second half, and they didn't. They went away from it. And they were a running team. Because it wasn't, because it wasn't working. I, I understand that. But also, too, mix it up. It was just like they went down. What, did, he, did he throw the ball like five times in a row? I was just like, oh, boy, they, they don't want to win anymore. Didn't we hear the same – it's funny. We heard the same argument with Tennessee. We heard the same argument with Houston. And what did I say? It didn't make a difference because they were playing Kansas City. If you can't score like Kansas City, your only hope is oh, I hope Pat Mahomes play a bad game. That's the only reason the game was close because he played bad for like three quarters. Yeah, and yeah. he played, and he was missing like they got a lot of pressure on him, and he was missing a lot of people wide open, and either he was throwing too high or like a lot of pass too short. That's the only reason the game was close. The only reason. If they play like they normally play, we're not having this conversation about what the 49ers could do. We are talking about how great Kansas City is. Oh, yeah, Kansas City. I don't know why we're doing this song. I don't know why we're doing this song. That, oh, well, you know, you need, they need to mix it up. It's not like Ricochet gets brought like, Oh, don't hit a drop kick. Why don't you punch him? Sometimes it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you're right about that. But uh, anyway, the MVP was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, again, that fourth quarter, he just turned it on and it was – it was nothing they really could do Chris after Jones. that. Could have been Chris Jones. Could have uh, been Chris Jones. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, it's kind of like he he kept them in the game. Yeah, I'm thinking. Turn on Patrick Mahomes. Oh. I'm thinking about all the knock the past knockdowns and stuff like that that he got, and I'm so I'm like, yeah, I, I can't fight that. But defensive players only get it when they have awesome games, and offensive players don't have good games. Other than that, it's always going to go to a quarterback or wide receiver. That's just how it goes. That's the that's the perks of it. But, you know, Kansas City won. Patrick Mahomes about to make a whole lot of money. Ooh. Um, as he should. And that Prescott is going to think, oh, I'll make as much as he makes. And Jerry Jones going to laugh at him. And oh. people, making, people making fun of the Eagles for signing Carson Wentz. Like, oh, I guess they got him as a deal. Because when QB start making forty and forty five million dollars a year, you gonna be complaining about the people making thirty two and thirty three. So, have you heard the uh, scuttlebug about Dak, Dak right now that he's not he's not showing up? He's not showing up to camp if the uh-huh. deal's not done. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how much he wants. Um, I guess that's between him and his agent and the Cowboys. But it's interesting. It's telling because I mean, what they gonna do now? They gonna do not pay him? 
I mean, that, that, see, and that's when I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. You thinking like you're gonna have to pay him, and now unless Patrick Mahomes signed his contract first, and it's a astronomical price, and he said, "Oh, I want what he's making." What they ain't got nothing to do with Dak Prescott. No, Patrick it Mahomes doesn't. Money has nothing to do with Dak Prescott. I don't care. Dak can say what he wants. He know better. But it's time they they both want the deal to be done. The deal is Dak Prescott wants a certain amount of money. Cowboys don't want to pay that money because they feel like, oh, you playing with Cowboys means you take less because you're going to get more money on the side. And Dak Prescott, like, I ain't trying to hear all that. <laughs> cut, my, cut my check. Like, just give the best, buddy. Just like, what are we, like, what are we really doing? And, and, and who else? And if you if you want a chance to you know, franchise tag him or whatever, don't treat him like he's Kirk Cousins. Don't do that. But that's the, that's. I can understand the Cowboys dilemma because it's kind of like you have to pay him because he's a QB. But the biggest mistake you can make is paying a good quarterback like he's a great quarterback. And we just had this conversation with the Vikings. Yeah, and we did that. You know, about how they hamstrung because they paid Kirk Cousins like he was better than what he was because that's the going price. Dak Prescott is good. Dak Prescott's not great. No. And, and you're- and the Cowboys and – but – they don't have anything better. It's not a team where it's like, what they gonna do? Draft, draft somebody. Listen to Skip Bayless. Listen to Skip. We gonna call Tom Brady. Yeah, listen to Skip. That's what he's saying. Go get Tom Brady. Like, no. Why am I gonna do that for a year or two? No. And then, and then, what you gonna do next year? Yeah, that's what I said. That's insane. So yeah, and it's and Tom Brady on there not winning nothing. (laughs) Tom Brady washed up himself. I don't know why people, him and Drew Brees and Philip Rivers. At least Eli knew it. He retired. All these other old bums still trying to steal money. Drew Reeves talking about, well, I'm thinking about retiring. It's like that. And they talking about that nonsense with Taysom Hill. Like these, no. They have to pay them. But I don't blame them for feeling a certain way. Like they don't want to overpay because they have other people to pay. But I was like, look, you had, your, you had your chance to win while you had them on a discount. You didn't do it. Too bad. Work that shit out like everybody else. Don't be like this old old. You can just always run it right back, get another. Don't pay a quarterback a lot of money because you ain't going to win. And I'm like, what you going to do, not pay your quarterback? You're just going to draft one every four years? Like, I'm sorry because Tom Brady takes less money because he takes money under the table. He's married to a supermodel that's rich. Everybody was getting paid. And, and, and you know what's funny about it? It's, it's like um, Shannon said. The the first time they met, they were talking about a home a hometown discount off the jump. What? No. No, no, no. The hometown yeah. discount was my first four years. Look, that goof Jason Witten is in the booth. You, Coach Riddell, you might be senator one day. Because keep in mind, playing for the Cowboys has a lot of perks. But what they got to do with my check? I want the perks and I want to get paid. for don't take a discount. No, I ain't taking no discount. He just bought a damn boat, Jerry Jones. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, that person. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to hear that shit. You pay me and they're going to have to. Because they were the franchise twice, he ended up making seventy million dollars, and then he's going to start a deal from there. Like he going to get franchises, he franchises, he going to bounce. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking too. I'm thinking if he he's going to be like, so, you know, bye. Stop being. They could have signed him a long time ago, but they want first they want to wait and be all cheap. All we weren't sure, and then he had a real good season, and the price of the brick went up. Now they want to be like, oh, I don't know about this in in this economy. I don't know paying Dakota all this money. You got to pay, pay him because it's 
don't know what you're going to do. Not pay him. Not, not play him. You're not going to pay him. not going to play him. Just have him just sit out there. They go 0-1, 0-2 in the regular season. Everybody call Dallas Sports Radio and try to hang Jerry Jones or assassinate him. They did this song and dance with Emmitt Smith. I thought they learned their lesson when that happened. They haven't. They absolutely haven't. Um, question for you. Will you be watching XFL games this weekend? I'll be at work, but maybe I'll check it out. Okay. So I just want to see, just to see week one, see how it goes. Apparently, they got money to fund it for a few years. I think I said three um, years. He got enough to for three years. Yeah. Hey. Um, yes. Taking care of the money is the most important thing because that's where most people fail. They don't handle their money. And that's what happened the first time. It was like, you know, people didn't want to take a loss. This one's like, at least we know we got enough for three years. Why not? I'll, see, I'll check it out and see just to see how it is. And then go from there. I don't have any expectations or anything, but I'm not gonna get a chance. But you talked about all that. You forgot about halftime. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um now listen. nasty joke. <laughs> nasty Jeff was in effect. Uh <laughs> Sunday, you very rarely get that. Um, but I, I was in my camo and I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, but I enjoyed the um, show for what it was. Both of them, I thought, did uh, a great job at what they, you know, the performance they put on. I don't care about how everybody said, oh, J Lo was out there 50 years old. <laughs> J Lo was out there 50 years old, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, for 50, she looked good. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Oh, I'll, have, I'll work with people with somebody, oh, I don't know. She was on a pole with her butt cheeks out. I got kids. I think that was disrespectful. I know I'm approved. That's just, I got to look out for my children. I'm sitting here like, oh, boy. I, I'm, I'm the face I made. I'm like, you got to be fucking Like, I get the point you make. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, really? And people like, Adam Levine had his titties out, his chest all out lashing him. I said, no, that's different. He wasn't on the, he, never, he wasn't on a stripper pole. No, I hate women like women. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because of how men hate women. And I just laughed because it was such a polarizing thing where it's like, it was people, I feel like the show was fun. I enjoyed the show. Shakira, you know, forget how good they look for their age because they look good, period. Yeah, yeah, regardless. You know, and it's kind of like, I, I know people make fun of J-Lo for her singing. I'm like, we had, we had a generation of women who could dance and not sing. Aaliyah, Brandy, Maya, Sierra, do I have to keep going? Um, like, do I have to? I could name no, a few more. If you I could too, I but I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, and no one complains because, like, the total, you know, you don't complain about having Shaq because he don't because he don't hit his free throws. You just appreciate having Shaq, and that's how I look at J Lo. She's Shaq. She's good at a lot of things. Sing is not one of them. So what? Yeah, but she made it work. She had platinum albums. Yeah, she made it. She made it work because, like, you make it, you make it work. That's what you do when you can't do something. You make it work. She made it work. She out and you know the whole thing with the kids coming out of cages to give an F you to the damn president. Good. I was down for all that. I was down with Bad Bunny being out there. I was down with her daughter being there and all this. Uh, yeah, cool. What about the kids? Y'all watching football? People brassing their damn brains in. I don't hear no morality when it comes to football. I only got to bring up the chili. It's what's moral about football? Nothing. Well, 
You are you like absolutely the, right. The same NFL, they would have had a commercial about, oh, we care about police reform. They shot my baby. Oh, now, now. And Colin Kaepernick, nowhere to be found. That same NFL, we want to get our moral high horse with that. You know what's like, funny? You know, you know what was funny about that? All the people, all the people that had something negative or had something derogatory to say about Colin Kaepernick and saw that commercial wanted to get on Twitter or wanted to get on social media and talk about, oh, how great that commercial was. But in turn, Colin Kaepernick was saying this years ago. And what did we do? Oh, he's taking a knee. You don't respect America. What? 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 What is happening right now? We know what's happening. Uh, we always white, yeah. whitewash history and do all that, you know. And during the same time, they had the anthem, Jay Z, monkey. Now he want to sit down and do something. I swear, he like a Kardashian. He always gonna play both sides. Like sometimes I'm the good guy, sometimes I'm not. No wishy washy ass, whatever. Not like that's wait. What fine. what happened with Jay Z? I must have missed that. What happened? Him and Beyonce. No, when they did the anthem, him Beyonce, Blue Ivy sat down. Oh, and people made people made a big stink about that. But then somebody brought up Trump was out there like pretending to sing the song and fidgeting and was trying to sit down early because he got the attention span of a four year old. That's before when he wanted to celebrate Kansas City and thank the whole state of Kansas for their Super Bowl win. Oh boy, because we, we forgot what city Kansas City is in. That's our president. Well. That's all and, That's all and shout out to Demi Lovato for singing the awesome national anthem and hitting those high notes. Oh yeah, she did the damn thing. She really did the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl she commercial. Did. What was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? None of them. I was I was just gonna say the Disney Plus Marvel shows. <laughs> that, don't, that don't count. I mean, that don't count. Like, yeah, I don't even know. Okay. I guess what was the one with Cena. Oh, the beer. Jimmy Fallon. The beer commercial, yeah. Oh. That was good. The one with like all spice brawny, all of them was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the one with Charlie Day that went like three or four times. I was like, eh, whatever. Oh, the one with um Brian Cranston and what's the face? Tracy Bross. Oh, uh, okay. The like, Mountain Dew like, commercial or something? Mountain Dew or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, you know, basically like a riff off the shining. So, but it wasn't anything that stood out this year. Not a, you know, not in a great way. So that's fine. Seeing movie, seeing movie previews and the Marvel one that kind of stuck through because nobody was expecting that. But I was mostly focused on the game. Halftime was fun. Hearing people complain, oh, who's this demographic for? I'm like, oh, I know. Y'all missed the Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um- Nobody wanna see J Lo old ass. Speak for yourself. Like, what did we come now? You talk all that shit all you want because you want to see Cole play again. (laughs) 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 The the thing about the Super Bowl performance, I don't even know why people act like this because they are not going to do the Super Bowl. The performance is for everybody. Now, in years, of course. It hasn't related like, you know, some people didn't like the Beyonce if you were white or if you were a racist. Um, some people didn't like this year's because they were white. They didn't like it. They were racist. Oh, so it's, whatever always, it was. it's funny. It's always something because, you know, this year they actually did something that was like, you know, 
part of the culture, yeah. the Miami culture, the mm-hmm. Southern Latin culture, and raw political point. And people's mad like, oh, this Mexican shit. I ain't trying to see that. People got all, all mad and upset. But last year it was in Atlanta. And we got Maroon 5. Gross. Yeah. And people and people complain about that as they chill, like, can't get outcast. Like I'm a, like we was the asses get future. Yeah. Can't get, you can't get ludicrous. You can't get ludicrous with Jermaine Dupree. No, they they are not going to do. They are not going to do that. And the bottom line is, if it ain't Prince, we ain't going to really like Prince had the best one. And people are chasing Prince, and they haven't caught. They haven't caught Prince. They haven't caught Beyonce. And they haven't caught Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, those. Yeah. Them close. Lady Gaga was good. Room five wasn't. This one was good. We yeah. had some good ones. We had some bad ones. We had some average ones. Like we're not gonna get how we used to get back in the day. You know, pre Nipplegate. But we used to wild the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we, we wasn't gonna get trick. We wasn't gonna get trick daddy come out there with Trina. Oh lord. And, uh, Rick Ross. Come on, yeah. I know the Noriega, the real Noriega. Porter Miami. Hologram of Noriega. Like we're not getting that. So. Ugh. Yeah, on that note, I think we will close it out this week. I'm not going to do any basketball talks just because I've been fucking irritated for a month. A month. And I'll rage next week. Um, but you, if you want to follow up. Trade, trade deadline this Thursday. I'm sure we'll have stuff to talk about. Yeah. I, I haven't been rushing to talk about the, the Sixers either because it's like before, like, it wasn't three weeks ago. It was like, you know, I'm sick of Ben Simmons. Let's get rid of him. Now Joel Embiid's some fat ass and the Sixers are a damn disaster. Letting down the city. I'm like, you oh, gonna win 54 games. Like, stop stressing. But, ooh, I'm I'm starting to like. I'm about to mute Sixers on Twitter. Uh, That's how annoyed I got. Like, I don't even want to follow my team online. I don't got nothing against my team. It's these damn rat ass fans that got a flag, a dog, or Brett Brown sucks four six five nine seven eight four and your damn Twitter name and all the tweets involved about about one thing. Like you got two thousand tweets and nineteen hundred ninety five were like sixes related. You need some damn help. Yeah, it's gross. I've 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 stopped following the Timberwolves uh Twitter account just because I'm just <laughs> I, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough. So uh yeah, anyways. Oh, I do have one more thing. Go ahead. I did laugh at the NFL when they when this first started. They had the commercial talking about, you know, all the all the wives the owners talking about Black History Month and the importance of equality. And I'm just sitting here just laughing like these old ass women all of them voted for Donald Trump. And Donald Trump just passed this increase his travel ban to include Nigeria. Well, last time I checked, had the biggest population of black people on the planet. And he did that during Black History Month. And now when I hear this whole, we care about all our players and we just want to love and hug each other. I was sitting there like NFL. Oh, y'all got some brass balls. If I didn't love, if I didn't enjoy football, I would not watch football. The NFL and college, NFL and NCAA makes me hard to watch football sometimes. I swear to God. I will not argue with you on that. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter or Facebook. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at The Real Jeff versus the World. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave at Jeff versus the World at Yahoo.com. 
And if you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him at Philly Drugs um, on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And until Stop follow me, goddamn y'all. <laughs> I don't need no more friends. Y'all be following me to be tweeting this weird shit. Yeah. Um, until next week, we are out. Peace.